Hey there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Pop Culture After Dark. Abel and Bonnie here. And today we have such a huge lineup with A-list celebrities, B-list celebrities, D-list celebrities like Demi Lovato. And instead of giving you a rundown of everyone we're talking about, we're just going to jump right in because it's been such a long time since we talked about these crazy bitches named Demi Lovato. So (laughs) let's just get into these hoes, Demi. Demi, as we all, in our first season, we talked about how she was going to have this show based on alien abductions. Well, this bitch said that she, well, these bitches said that they've been abducted. Uh, They have said that using the word alien is derogatory. And so you call them, you should say E.T. Vani, you have more to add to this shit. This, these bitches are acting a fool out here and we're coming out swinging on these hoes. You know what? They really thought that because we took a break, you know, we had those bitches sitting in the back, you know what I mean, for the last season. They thought because we took a break, like, they could get the fuck up and start acting a fool. These bitches got up and they started talking about how these aliens came to them and asked them, do you want to see your home planet? And they said, well, of fucking course. So they took her flying over her planet to see her planet so our planet yeah our planet (laughs) earth (laughs) they had her flying over the i'm sorry they had them flying over the earth and then the ets um asked them do you want to see our planet she was like the aliens the the motherfucker that is not the correct Martians everywhere watching this will be offended. Would you like to be canceled in other solar systems? Go ahead, bitch. <laughs> so, the aliens took them over their planet, flying over the ET's planet. So, and she said it was it was an incredible experience. I'm sorry, they said it was an incredible experience for them. Blah 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 blah. And then she came out with uh they came out with this shit where sorry it's been a while since we had these bitches on this show i'm, I'm struggling i'm str- struggling with these pronouns um they said yes it's 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 so not nice to call them aliens extraterrestrials ets yeah because because they have feelings bitch fuck you <laughs> fuck all of you all of bitches fuck all y'all <laughs> like the fuck you mean? i'm Fuck you and your ETs. I guess that's what you get when you California fucking sober. I don't even know. Like I'm, I am what? struggling. What kind of shit <laughs> is she on? What the f- or what? I'm sorry. What kind of shit are they on? Like what the fuck are they smoking that they are seeing other planets and shit? What? And Britney Spears had the con- the conveyor ship. Oh, okay. Like who the fuck put this bitch on something? Like. Why is she out here? I'm sorry. Why are they out here in these fucking streets? Like assigning fucking names to other entities and beings that for lack of a better word are fucking fairy tales. And I'm not saying they don't exist. I mean, they might, they probably do. We can't be the only motherfuckers out there, but still like, what? What? bit? I need a whole ass annex to deal with these bitches. Like I can't. All right. Yeah, so these hoes, they thought that we were done with them. They thought that season one was it. No. Bitches, we got all of you. (laughs) 
the the sincerity in their face though when they were telling their story i was like oh you know what i just i want to love is strong as like, their insanity. did you see the interview that they were in with their, one of their or their friends or whatever and their one of their friends was like oh you shouldn't write a song named alien and they were like uh, no it would she's like that would be cool and then she's like well no like that would be derogatory it'd be called et's and then the interviewer was like oh you should call him make a song et and she's like oh i think Katy perry's done that i'm like god these bitches I, need to stay sitting in the back just because we're on season two doesn't mean that these hosts can stand up this, they need to put on a whole ass straight jacket and, and we just need to chain them to the fucking chair. Like, I just, <laughs> I have nothing. So, speaking of chairs, let's talk about the Iron Throne, aka toilets. Um, Megan Trainer, <laughs> Megan Trainer was recently on a podcast and she revealed that her and her husband have hit, you know, we all like, Everyone, like, usually people, I don't want to say everyone, usually people have, like, a his and her sink or maybe even a his and her closet, um, his or her office spaces, right? Okay. Megan Trainer said that her and her husband have a his and her toilet. And so when I heard about this, I was picturing, you know, like, sometimes in houses or, like, hotels, toilets, like, in a, like, in the bathroom, but it's, like, in the closet, like, a little room like a door with it, like uh -huh. a room with the bathroom. Okay, girl, well, I saw a picture of these toilets and they're literally right next to each other, like two feet apart. And the only thing in between them is like a toilet paper stand. That, that's a hard fucking no. Like, no. I mean, even just peeing next to each other. I have, I turn into the biggest fucking ninja cussing anybody out that even touches my door when it's locked. Like, ain't, no fucking way like okay look first of all if if i'm sitting down and i'm, I'm peeing right and and he walks in and he wants to go pee in his toilet too like first of all i know a dick's coming out so i'm like uh not we're not prepared not, for this <laughs> no and then what what if what if like the splash gets on you or or he turns because like all of us like he's distracted by you and he turns you got pee all over you and shit and what no like i can't even I feel weird talking on the phone to my other person or my boyfriend, whoever, husband, whatever. I feel weird talking on the phone when I'm sitting on the toilet. Like, no, that's that's a no. And then taking it, dude, I can't even, hold on. I'm trying to mentally prepare myself for the thought of like taking a shit and he's taking it. What if you're peeing and he sits down and takes a shit? So you're peeing, he's taking a shit. Like, what? <laughs> there was no. like, there wasn't any counter space around that I saw. So I'm like, so where's the candle burning? Uh, no. Uh. <laughs> That's a whole next level of intimacy I do not have in me. Like, if that's a deal breaker, bye-bye, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we're over. <laughs> yeah, no. That's a red flag. You walk in the bathroom, there's two toilets right next to you. Red flag. <laughs> Bye bye. Big red flag. All Big the red flag. flags, all of them. So, uh, from one weird dysfunctional relationship to another, 
a relationship. Let's talk about Offset and Cardi B. Cardi B just turned 29 years old and he went all out for his girl. Oh, Bonnie, yeah. The fuck share, share what the fuck he got her. Okay, so let me tell you what. First of all, her, tw- first of all, happy birthday, Queen. Shit. Yes, ma'am. My girl. So 29 birthday bash, it was in LA River Studios and it was a huge, huge party. Now they did have, it was like the Caribbean dance hall theme. So it was like all decorated like that. And during, um, during like part of the party where he, they had like a huge A-list celebrity guest list, which I'll go over in a bit, but he gifted her a whole ass fucking brand new mansion. Like a bomb ass mansion with a swimming pool on the roof, a studio for her. How many bedrooms did you say it was? It was six bedrooms, seven and a half bathrooms. Huge, beautiful place. And he had like a screen showing pictures of it and everything for everybody. And this is reportedly in the Dominican Republic. So he really went off, wanted to get her something special for her and especially for the new baby she just had like a month ago or something. So Adding to her party, though, it was so amazing. There were so many people that came out. Tiffany Haddish, uh, 2 Chain, Snoop Dogg, Taraji, how do you say her name? Taraji P. Henderson, Henderson, mm-hmm. whatever, that girl. I'm on Miss uh, Cookie, right? That was her name? Yeah. Was her name? <laughs> <laughs> um, Chance the Rapper, um, so many, uh, Larissa Pippen, Trey Songs, and Lizzo. It was amazing. And to add many many more so the night was awesome it was the caribbean dance hall theme like beautiful beautiful outfits and speaking of outfits miss lizzo created created her own controversy by showing up to the party in a see-through purple sequence beautiful dress i mean it was gorgeous it was shiny it was glittery it gave me life i loved it But a lot of people on Twitter and all across the interwebs had issues with it because it was completely see-through. And I couldn't tell if Homegirl was wearing anything underneath it. I mean, I don't know if her boobs had pasties on them. If they had pasties, they were the exact size of the nipple. (laughs) I can tell you right now, um, I don't, she had like a little pasty on it. But it wasn't pasty enough because the um, photographs all are blurred out right on oh, the nipple okay, part. Okay. And then it and looks she didn't like have no panties, right? She didn't it have no looks panties. like she's just, you know how um, actors like in certain movie scenes, like sex scenes, they have these like patches that they put over their private parts, but it looks like yes. they're naked. It looks like she just has like a little patch over her hoo ha. Yeah, her right. Ass, okay, that's her whole ass is out though. Everything, everything like it was complete. She really did not leave anything to the imagination. So people were so pissed off. Oh, that she had the audacity to show up in that. And then, okay, look, for me, I was looking at the outfit and stuff, and I don't know if I caught her going into the party or coming out, but for me, it wasn't her nakedness that you could obviously see. I was more worried about her bare fucking feet. Like, I was more worried about what the fuck the bottom of her feet were going to look like at the end of that fucking night. Because sis came in with no shoes. Like, she did a shoe reveal on her Instagram. But I was like, sis, though, where, where'd the shoes in these pictures? <laughs> like, you, know, like after the, you know, like after the club, you t- you've been dancing all night, girl. You got, you oh, got yeah. to be wearing those 
because for the Instagram, she did clarify she was wearing Jimmy Choo, she said. Oh, well, she didn't wear Mr. <laughs> Choo for very long. <laughs> uh, she's like, no, ma'am, we're getting down and twerking. So all the, yeah, all the, the pictures and stuff I saw of her with her bare feet. But there was a, also a lot of Twitter users that came to her defense and they were like, you know what? Fuck you. That bitch gonna wear what she wants to wear. It's basically like I said what I said with this fucking dress. <laughs> like I was here for it. I'm, hey, I'm all for her body positivity and loving herself and everything. I loved the dress. I would wear it. I would wear it with a bra and panties. <laughs> like I ain't got all that confidence that she's got. Now, if a bitch was snatched up and I had me some plastic surgery, oh, you best believe I would be acting a fool out there. I would just straight walk around in body paint, okay? <laughs> Buck naked. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think I'm here for it. I'm here for her. I love the look. I saw it. I didn't realize this is the look that she wore to Cardi B's party, but I saw it on Instagram. I was like, yes, she, she didn't give a fuck. She, no, don't, she, she, doesn't, she doesn't give a shit. She literally does not give zero shits. The only one thing I did not like about this look was her ponytail to the side. That's the only thing I didn't like. I like that. You know, not not for that dress. If her hair was like really pretty, like down, like because she had that long, you know, the weave with it and stuff. Just weave really like more glam with it. I might have came out of a party with a side ponytail afterwards because you're dancing and you're hot and all that stuff. But that was kind of the only thing. I, but it did give it like a youthful look, you know? I think she was going for that fun look. And you know she was going to be dancing. So she was like, fuck that. I'm oh, yeah. keeping this hair up. Like, she was like, I'm not sweating this shit out. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. For her, it worked. I, for me, it's just got to be done up, you know? Yeah, I liked it. I liked her look. And um, yeah. So from Lizzo to another person who, you know, Lizzo, she don't give a fuck about her body. She loves her body. She embraces it. She has her moments where she struggles, but she embraces it. Uh, to this bitch, Khloe Kardashian. Okay. So Khloe Kardashian. Khloe Kardashian recently came out and said on um, one of her interviews, I think it was with Health Magazine. Of course, Health Magazine, because yeah, she's so healthy. Um, she revealed that she does not let people call her daughter true big or like say like oh my gosh she's getting so big chloe said i don't play when it comes to true she's very tall people always say she's so big and i'll correct them and say oh she's so tall i try to make them be more descriptive i know what an, i know what an adult means when they say that but i don't want her to misinterpret that uh, people are kind of saying like it, that it's good clarification to kind of help the three-year-old to hopefully avoid growing up with insecurities about her body. Um, she said that, you know, she's also obviously had many issues with food over the years just because of how many people critiqued or whatever had something to say about her. And um, I don't know. She says that, you know, basically that true is her life and she's going to do whatever she can to protect her and i'm like well i also hope that you tell true that if you get big it's okay because mommy can buy you all the plastic surgery you want okay i am like i'm so fucking annoyed at this point because i'm sorry you stupid dumb fucking twat bitch you are pushing your issues with you know plus size or being big or fat or 
body, you know, whatever body crap you have going on, if you're fucking, you're pushing that on your daughter. She's three fucking years old. I have an abundance of children. So, you know, I've never, and they're always like, oh my God, you're getting so big, big, grown, tall, older. That's the fuck, you know what I mean? People are mostly talking about, my kids have never thought, oh, they call me fat. No, like they, at three years old, if you tell a child they're getting big, they're not going to think right away. Oh, they call me fat. Her fucking kid might, because that dumb bitch is so about like her fucking body and her insecurities and all that shit. She's putting that on her fucking kid. So you know what? Fuck you, stupid dumb twat. Fucking want to be ice cream liquor. I fucking can't stand her just because of this part. Like, stop. Fucking stop. I feel like she is like, I hate how they said, oh, it's a good, what, what's her fucking design called? Good American designer. Good American. Whatever, whole, you know, a whole panel bitches drew up designs for you and you just pointed at which ones you fucking liked. Fuck out of here. I can't stand her. I, I really, I really, really can't. I'm, I am so over her body shaming people and, and she does it all the fucking time. This bitch, she sold tea. She sold like all this crap that is not good for your fucking body. That is not healthy. That is not any of that. She didn't lose her weight in a fucking healthy ass way. She got plastic surgery. She did like probably crash diets and all this shit to get to where she's fucking at. So, and I'm really glad that that is what's most important to her in her fucking life. You know what I mean? But and I mean, I'm fucking being sarcastic. If you can't sense the sarcasm, I, I, I don't even want to go sit in the fucking back with Demi and their shit. Mm-hmm. But like I, this, this topic really just has me fucking heated all the time because I, ah, I need a drink. So I want to move on to her sister, Kim Kardashian, because there's a couple of stories about her. Um, so Kim Kardashian recently hosted Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live. And I'm like, mm, that's still a thing. Like that's still around um because who watches anything live nowadays and um saturday night live is like come on i feel like it's only around because mm, there's nothing else on a saturday night to watch because nothing else is live and i i think their viewership has gone down tremendously but anyways people are in uproar because kim kardashian was the host of saturday night live and i thought her opening monologue was so funny because it was very plain Jane like stupid Kim and it was like shit I know you know obviously writers did all of this for her but her delivery she's not an actress but it was she she just like delivered it as Kim as we know her and I loved it some of my favorite moments and then we'll kind of get into it is uh kind of when she got into her monologue she said when they asked me to host snl i was like why i haven't had a movie premiere in a long time then she said i mean actually i only had one that i only had one movie that came out and no one even told me it was premiering it must have slipped my mom's mind (laughs) 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 and then uh she did have a remark about oj um I'm not going to get into that quote, but we'll talk about some backlash she's facing from that in a second. I'm not going to cover that quote, though. Um, And then another thing is, she says, (laughs) this is funny because it's like shading her sister. Um, I'm excited to be here tonight to show you guys that I'm so much more than a pretty face and good hair and great makeup and amazing boobs and a perfect butt. 
Basically, I'm just so much more than that reference photo my sister showed their plastic surgeons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she even took a dig at Caitlyn Jenner, um, you know, joking, you know, that they could have had three failed politicians in one family. Um, and then she even says that, you know, later on, she talks about that she's lucky that she married the best rapper of all time. I'm like, okay, he paid her to say slow that. Slow down. Yeah, yeah slow, like, down. slow down, girl. And then um, she's like, not only that is he's the richest black man in America, a talented, legit genius who gave me four incredible kids. So when I divorced him, you have to know it came down to just one thing, his personality. <laughs> <laughs> So that I love was, how she roasted everyone. Literally from her mom to herself about all her like, you know, fake stuff mm -hmm. and her sisters and her own husband. Um, so the OJ thing, you want to get mm -hmm. into why she's facing backlash over that? Yes. Okay. So while I actually happen to love this skit, I think she did amazing. I was here for Michelle's doing the Machine Gun Kelly thing. Like that was awesome. You know, whatever. So I, I loved it. But she did get ripped a whole new fucking asshole by Nicole Brown's sister. And if you don't remember Nicole Brown, it was OJ Simpson's ex-wife that was murdered her and her boyfriend at the time. And now what was said was that she was introduced, she was introducing, like, she was saying, like, uh, how her dad introduced her to her first black person. And, you know, she's talking about how hey, he's an attorney, blah, blah, blah. And she was trying to get the audience to guess who it was, you know, and she's like, yeah, let's take a stab in the dark. And well, he's, I don't know if you remember, but Nicole Brown and, you know, Ron Goldman, or I forgot what his last name was, they were stabbed to death, you know, and obviously you know by oj allegedly i don't know if it was ever actually proven but that did create quite you know the the ruckus on the twitter sphere and everywhere else then nicole brown's sister totally ripped her new one calling her insensitive and distasteful and she should have went with another joke and blah 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 i mean but she just doesn't remember that the snl writers are the ones that write these skits like kim kardashian wasn't in there talking about hey we got to put this in you know what I mean? But I get what she's saying. Kim could have been like, no, like I'll do everything else, but I'm not touching that. You know what I mean? And I, but on the other flip side, SNL is known for their skits that are distasteful and controversial. They, they and push the like limit. That. They don't, they don't have a limit yeah. at SNL. They don't care. Yeah. yeah. So it's very like up and down, like people. Yeah. They're SNL. They can get away with whatever they feel like it. Cause they're oh, exactly. SNL. So, so people are very back and forth, you know, supporting her, like saying, hey, you know, it really wasn't her. Yeah, it was shitty. But, you know, or there's other people that are like, that was trash. But it's us to know. Overall, I liked it, though. I didn't obviously I didn't watch it. all. I just watched her opening monologue. and That was it. And I thought it was so funny. Like, I don't care. I thought it was so, so funny. I liked it because a bitch can't act and <laughs> she did this shit good. <laughs> My favorite thing was when she said that she divorced Kanye because of his personality. <laughs> and then the whole sister's roast, that was my favorite. Um, so I actually want to talk about one of her sister's exes. 
Tyga, right? Um, Tyga. Yeah. Kylie, right? Kylie was yeah. the Tyga first. Right, right. No, I think so. I well, hmm. Tyga um, was accused of domestic violence with his, by his ex-girlfriend, Cameron Swanson. Um, mm -hmm. You want to give a kind of an update on what's going on there? And then I'll give like the latest breaking as of today. Sure, sure. So with Tyga, he was arrested on October the 12th after turning himself in for domestic felony violence charge after refusing to speak to the authorities when they came to his house to get the story as to what happened the day before because the incident actually uh, occurred on the 11th. Now his ex Cameron shared photos on Instagram tagging TMZ in them. Um, <laughs> And they were, they included like, you know, the black eye, there was visible bruising and cuts and stuff, scratches. And with the tagline that says, I've been emotionally, mentally, and physically abused, and I'm not hiding it anymore. But with every story, there are two sides to the story. So Tyga did come out and said that she allegedly showed up to his doorstep shouting at 3 a.m., all belligerent, and um, he let her in, and that's when things escalated. Now, whereas she alleges the rapper actually sent a car for her to come over and she has receipts to prove it. And when she got there, he started getting physically, he physical with her, he physically assaulted her. He refused to let her leave. Well, he's out now on a $50,000 bail and their court date is set for February 8th of 2022. But this does look really damaging for Tyga and um, she got receipts and everything to back it up. and. The proof is in the pudding you know what i mean like she's got pictures she's got it all so uh you know that was Amazing. crazy that she was like literally at like tmz like she didn't like email them she posted mm -mm. on social for the whole world to see and at tmz and um just an update like you said he actually has a, you know he was officially arrested before it was just kind of like you know alleged but he was officially arrested and charged with that felony domestic violence. Uh, if he is convicted, he could be facing up to four years in jail and mandatory domestic violence classes. So I four years in jail, I'm like, that's it. Like that I is mean, this I mean like, <laughs> Chris Brown. <coughs> Chris Brown. <laughs> like it is crazy. <laughs> Think about mm -hmm. it though. Chris like Chris Brown and this. Chris Brown was at a different, like, okay, he was not right, whatever. We already got into it last week. He wasn't right yeah. for what he did. But that was a different time than we are in now. Right. That was, you know, like, no, I'm not ever saying that it was a good time for domestic violence at all. But right now, you can't, like, there's such, such like, a bigger spotlight on it. A bigger, right. like, it's, like, the authorities are actually, like, I feel like authorities are taking it more seriously um and i think the shows like them him being arrested what a day or two after the allegations that shows mm -hmm. you know what i mean compared to chris brown back in the day when that happened i just feel like it's such a bigger deal like it should right. have always been but now like in them and like the me too movement and all these things i feel like women are speaking up more and they're like not putting up with this bullshit anymore 
So you think it would be like a bigger sentence, like for you, like that's the max you can get. And I would think that they give that to people that, I mean, really beat the shit out of, you know, women or their partners, because it could be men too, you know? So, and here, I'm not saying, I'm not diminishing like the physical abuse. There, there was some, but it wasn't like completely like horrible, horrible, where she can't see out her eyes. Her mouth is all busted. She has broken bones and stuff like that this was like it was you know not so he's going to be on the lower end of that spectrum so it's really shitty because men or women that are abusive they're like you know what i'll fucking do a year to beat this motherfucker's ass you know what i mean or i'll do a year to beat this bitch's ass it's cool you know i think that's just really shitty i think they should have harsher punishments yeah same i think it's crazy but uh that's just uh Speaking, you know, just speaking of like felons or alleged felons or possible <laughs> felons, uh, I want to talk about R. Kelly. Um, so we reported that he was officially convicted recently on one of our podcasts. I don't know if it was last week or the week before of, uh, you know, serious crimes against women. And um, well, <laughs> we also last week, I think, talked about can we separate the music from the artists? Well, the world has obviously spoken because Mm -hmm. since his conviction r kelly streams have increased from 11.2 million to 13.4 million with while his album sales climbed 517 percent his on-demand audio streams rose 22 percent video streams increased by 23 percent uh, just compared to seven days prior to the conviction. So the world don't give a shit, obviously. But then the world is also like, boo, like these women, like they're speaking out of both sides of their neck here. How can you, that's like for it to rise that much, where's that energy? like that cancel energy where's that at for r kelly because it happened with bill cosby he got canceled quick when he got convicted <laughs> you you're not gonna see that bill cosby on tv anymore <laughs> he got canceled quick and so like r kelly where's that cancellation energy i am so flabbergasted by this whole fucking thing like even i'm like you people physically paid money for his music after this shit and everything it's like and you're right. Where the fuck is this cancel culture at? That's so fucking hard on everyone else. Like that bullshit came out with Kevin Spacey, canceled. Like yep. not even nothing. Like took him right off that fucking show I used to love that he was on and shit. And like there's just so many other people that like shit canceled, canceled real quick. Roseanne, when Roseanne got canceled, Wait. fucking just with the fucking quickness. Like, but R. Kelly did a he had atrocities. <laughs> And he's not canceled. Like there is no cancel R. Kelly movement. There's like, let's listen more R. Kelly. Let's pay for this shit. Like, but do you think that maybe that's up because that's like the newer generation coming in that hadn't really like, you know what I mean? Like listened or bought his music before. And now it's like, oh shit. Like, let's, let's see what it's all about. You know what I mean? Do you think like, that? how many of those clicks are curiosity clicks? You know what I mean? Not That's that many, girl. I, you Not know, uh, 517% jump. 
that's crazy like i i just i don't get it like what like what why why i honestly i don't understand it i don't get it i it it is just crazy to me crazy um i don't like and cancel culture like speaking of and i want to stay on that for a second so last week we talked about dave chappelle and the whole Netflix thing and, you know, him signed by J.K. Rowling and blah, blah, blah. Well, we said <laughs> that we thought Netflix wasn't going to do shit about it because money talks. Well, Netflix has come out and said that they are not going to take off Dave Chappelle from the streaming platform. Um, they stand by Dave Chappelle and his newest... Um, comedy whatever i think it's called the closer or something mm-hmm. i don't know um it is staying on net, their platform and they actually suspended several employees for speaking out against it and making public statements without their permission which they have the right to because like i work for a company that we are told when we when we work there we sign an agreement saying if for media inquiries, if you say anything, you have to refer them to the media department. You're not allowed to say zip squat nada. So I understand right. that part, right? Like you, the, shame on them for speaking out, but also kudos to them for willing, like willing to risk their jobs for the right and wrong. And so we were like, "What are your thoughts?" Like, I mean, we called it last week. Netflix wasn't going to do shit, and money talks. What are your thoughts on that? Or do hey. you have any? we said it i'm not surprised at all when i saw those articles i was like yeah like you tagged me in that one and i saw the articles about the employees getting suspended and i was like oh that's some ho shit you know what i mean <laughs> but hey, i get it policies are policies you know i you know I, I really do understand that but good on them for like at, at least they didn't get fired you know they just got suspended you know what for I now mean? for now because usually people get yeah. suspended pending hr investigations because technically they can't true. get terminated until hr approves so it's That's gonna be interesting. True. i bet you they get fired and you know netflix is is it is it located in cali right the I, probably netflix? probably if, if they are i think cali's like a right to work state or some kind of like is where the, the employees employers can fire you for no reason and you can't like, it's like, Texas, like Texas yeah so you know I think that's what it is but I I'm really proud of them a heads up to them if they get fired I hope they put it on social media and I hope big companies come through and want to hire them you know hopefully they'll do whistleblowers better. maybe Amazon will pick them up Amazon, right <laughs> there's so many streaming services that and yeah. they can get a job anywhere that could that you know they can bring insider information like oh you want to okay all right, we'll see how it is. The only yeah. thing is, a lot of the times you have non-competitive like things in your contracts as well. So it, at that point, but then if you're terminated, it's like, is your contract terminated then? Yeah, exactly. So that, it's just it's kind of gets greeny. But all right, so Netflix is not canceling Dave Chappelle. We've established that, and they have established that as well. However, the talk and cbs did cancel sharon osborne and we reported that on season one they canceled her from the show she was fired after um just multiple allegations against her 
bringing defending her friend Piers Morgan, who, in my personal opinion, is a racist. In my own personal Abel Ozuna's, like my personal opinion, uh, he is a racist. And defending a racist, you're guilty by association in my book. Um, anyways, Sharon Osbourne, um, she's still a little salty over being fired. She was recently okay. on a podcast. Everybody's on a fucking podcast speaking nowadays. Like everybody, <laughs> everybody uh, is on a fucking podcast. Well, she is claiming that um, when everything happened, and if you're not sure, you can Google it. You can go back to season one, listen to our podcast, but we cover about it. We broke down the entire story over multiple shows. Um, she, you know, she said that when she was being fired, she actually was told from HR that she was being suspended. Here we go. That word suspended. And oh, that yeah. HR told her they weren't sure if they were going to ever bring her back. Um, she said like, well, then who's going to tell me? And they said, well, we feel that you are not. And they use the word repenting enough. Where are you publicly repenting for what you did? And and uh, Sharon said that she apologized to Cheryl privately and blah, blah, blah. But uh, CBS said, no, you need to do it publicly and more than once. And, you know, they wanted her to back down from her views on Piers Morgan and his situation at the time. And they wanted her to voice that publicly, and she refused to. And she says that because she refused to, she feels that she did not get a fair investigation from HR. Um, they uh, Cheryl goes on to spill some tea and say that Cheryl Underwood, the co-host that she got into a little debacle with, um, was actually the one with three HR complaints already on her, and that they were actually going to terminate her after the season. But Sharon defended her and said, like, that would devastate her. Do not do it. Please keep her to work around something. And they worked it out with her manager to get her into anger management classes and to kind of get her some into some kind of therapy. Uh, and so Cheryl Underwood allegedly had three HR complaints, the way she treated and spoke to producers, cameramen, and people behind the scenes. Um those are Sharon's allegations. We don't know if they're true or not. And, you know, I'm sure Cheryl will speak out. But, yeah, Sharon's still salty. Do you think she has a right to be salty still? Or should she just move on? Like, girl, we're going on months, going on almost a year. Should she just, like, give it up now? Uh, yeah. If I were her, I, I would just, <laughs> bitch, do something else. Find something else. And, and you know, she's coming out. Well, I saved her job. Nah, 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 nah. Bitch, fuck you. Like, okay, because you got caught, you know, defending your fucking racist ass friend. And now you're like, oh, uh, uh, nah, fuck that. Like, no, move the fuck on. Like, obviously, if they haven't called you back yet, they ain't gonna fucking call you back, sis. This is what's called ghosting. Okay, fuck out of here. <laughs> you're ghosted, girl. <laughs> All right, so I just want to stay in the daytime talk show news because I love daytime talk, uh, although I don't watch the detox. That's a boring show. Uh, <laughs> I do watch The View every day, though. Um, I do love The View because they're a very political show, and I love it, and I love Whoopi. And Joy Behar is my favorite. Anyways, well, The View is celebrating their 25th anniversary, I believe. So they're there in season 25. Yeah, 25 seasons of daytime talk. 
and they started a podcast to celebrate the season where they're having um it's called like behind the table or something where they're having uh interviews with like previous um like people that were on the show or whatever like previous hosts well candace cameron beret who was better known for some of you out there from full house uh if you're older or fuller house if you're younger because she had also that show on netflix um well she was a host in 2016 i believe for 15 to 16 she was on the show for like two years and she said that on the podcast, remind you, this is on The View's podcast, that she, her time being on The View was very traumatizing to her and that she had PTSD, that she actually still has PTSD from being on the talk show. She said that when she signed on to The View, she, they, The View, it was her understanding that they were gonna kind of stray away from political and kind of get more into entertainment again but then Donald Trump came. And so the view automatically went political again. And she said okay. she felt very uncomfortable or afraid to say anything because she just could not deal with the online hate. For someone being in the business so long, I'm like, you think she'd have tougher skin by now? Cause she's been in since she was a child. Right. What are your thoughts about her? I mean she has the right to her feelings and she has the right if she has ptsd like i'm sorry about that but like girl <laughs> if you have ptsd why are you on the views podcast right <laughs> yeah i you know I, she has been she has been in entertainment for quite a long time and this is you know viewers out there viewers listeners out there um <laughs> she would did play dj you know from full house um and yeah, you would think that she would be already accustomed to, you know, what was going on, like, you know, just backlash because you get it throughout the course of your career and stuff. But I do understand that with that, the times have changed and the internet has become more and more developed. There's more and more voices out there. There's more and more hate. People are getting nastier and nastier. So I can see the progression of bullying or anything like that, that could happen to, you know, not just stars, but, you know, normal pe everyday people, you know, I mean, I know grownups that can't take, you know, the, the online bullying too much, and they say it gives them PTSD too, so I'm like, eh, you know, like, but, but if you really, if it really is a thing for you, like, why are you hee <laughs> hee ha ha on this podcast now, and you know what I mean, like, okay, you had PTSD then, like you still have it so bad now you're voicing your opinion to where you're going to take backlash too. like, <laughs> I mean, I get, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not doubting that it, it's all, I mean, I'm sure there's some of it there and everything, but I just gotta be like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, hmm. I don't... Like how bad, how bad was it for her? Like, I, I want to go back to like episodes now to see like, what the fuck did they do to this, this poor chick? You know, like, I, I've watched when she was on, to be quite honest, she was boring as fuck on the show. Um, she wasn't like any, one of my, okay, one of my favorite conservative hosts on the show who I'd love to hate was Megan uh, McCain. Megan McCain. She's oh, okay. a full on yeah. Republican. I don't agree with almost any of her political views, but I loved to hate her on the show. Like, I loved her. When she wasn't there, I'm like, mm, boring. Um, but Candace, you could tell she was so boring. I'm like, 
get off of my screen, please. You're fucking annoying. I can't stand you. Go back to your little Hallmark movies because that's what the fuck she does. She she basically owns the Hallmark channel because she has a movie every fucking month coming out on that channel. But yeah, she was boring. Don't go back and watch any of those clips because it's just be a waste of your time. She was irrelevant. She was a nod to quote to quote uh, one of my favorite people, Evelyn Lozada, she was a non-motherfucking factor on the show. So, <laughs> period. That's that, period. Uh, so speaking of, you know, just like TV and TV hosts, uh, this bitch, Nicki Minaj, thinks she's a host all of a sudden. Oh, uh, mm-hmm, girl, you know I love y'all. Y'all know I love me some Real Housewives by now, Okay. I'm about to start a Real Housewives podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love the Housewives, most of them. Well, the Real Housewives of Potomac, which is one of my favorites, uh, they recently wrapped their reunion show. And Nicki Minaj uh, shared, along with um, the creator of the show, Andy Cohen, that she is a host on that reunion show. Andy was on, Andy Cohen has like a, a serious XM radio show and his um, fellow like co-hosts were asking him about it and how it went. He said that Nicki Minaj really pushed the envelope. Like you could tell she was like, did her homework. She was very professional. Uh, she had all her notes. She, she came in like ready to go. But he did say that she got away with a lot of questions that he'd never be able to ask that she shaded a lot of the girls and called them out on their shit, like, to their face. And um, then one of his co-hosts brought up the Met Gala. And they were like, well, you know, she couldn't do the Met Gala because she didn't follow COVID protocols, which were you had to get your your vaccinations. And Nikki at the time said that she didn't want to get her vaccines because one of her cousins or someone or something from somewhere had like had the vaccine and then all of a sudden his testicles were swollen well just to keep you guys updated it's kind of off subject a doctor's numerous doctors from wherever her cousin lives i don't some island or wherever they're from um numerous doctors and health professionals said that that is not a symptom of the any vaccine whatsoever. There's been zero cases reported. So Nikki, quit fucking lying, bitch. Um, anyways, so um, they put uh, his own co-host put Andy on blast and asked, like, so did you have her follow the COVID protocols because all of the ladies on Real Housewives were mandated to get vaccines because that's how they, how else would they be around the crew safely without masks and stuff? And Andy did not answer the question if she was vaccinated. All he said was she followed our COVID protocols. He did not say if she was vaccinated or not. Mm -hmm. Um, Nicki Minaj is someone that I'm starting to get tired of. Her Her attitude. I'm really like, she's giving me red flags bully. And she's giving me red flags she's trying to stay relevant um i think she's afraid of all of the upcoming artists and rap entertainers um that she's trying to do things like she's trying to add more to her resume to make herself look a bit bigger and better than she is um Mm -hmm. i still will bop to a nikki song like i was in the car with you one time and i was singing all the fucking lyrics i was still like i like nikki's music but 
I feel like, girl, don't try so hard. Okay. Don't try so hard. What are your thoughts on Nikki and her new gig and uh, being her little anti-vaxxer self? I mean, I can see why she'd be worried about her testicles. So, you know, she don't want them to swell up. (laughs) I'm like, so your cousin's testicles got swollen, so you're not going to take the vaccine. Yeah, Bitch, what, said, what are you worried about? You worried about the size of your pussy lips swelling up? I don't like what the fuck. But okay, okay, everybody's got their little reasons why they don't want to get it. More power to them. I think that you know people should be able to decide whether or not they're going to get the vaccine. That's their their body, their choice. If I could stand behind a woman getting an abortion and doing all her choices with her body, I could stand by a person deciding whether or not they want to get a vaccine for something. Sure, whatever. Um, do I think it's shitty that the show mandated every other person on that show to get a fucking vaccine, but they didn't make her do it? Yeah, that's that's fucked. Like, you don't need Nicki Minaj to make your fucking show. Trust you don't. Like, you could have gotten another fucking host that was either already vaccinated or whatever. You know what I mean? I think it's what, and yeah, I feel the same way you feel. Like, I mean, she already don't get on my nerves. Like, I think for me, it was when she decided to marry that guy. Like, I know it sounds shitty or whatever, but fuck you. Like, nah, I can't trust your judgment. Or like you said, I will still twerk to her shit. Like, I was still <laughs> listening to her songs and stuff. But I'm, if if I hear like, oh, it's special and Nicki Minaj is the host, bitch, I ain't trying to see it. Because the only thing I know is that you could slap your mouth all big and bad. But when some bitch comes at you, you run and fucking hide. So no, uh-uh, uh-uh see the old uh met gala or vanity fair party whatever it was cardi went, <laughs> cardi went for that throat and nikki was hiding behind all those people mm-hmm. who's mm-hmm. the real gangster bitch i ain't got it ain't, it ain't like, nikki it ain't nikki okay so i'm listening to songs and she talked about a bad bitch i'm like mm-hmm. where was you when that <laughs> shoe was fine bitch like <laughs> <laughs> where was you when cardi was telling catch me outside bitch you weren't outside bitch you were not outside <laughs> nope that bitch stayed inside. She said, there's She's, air conditioning here. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> she stayed all the way inside. So, all right, <laughs> let's move on. And let's talk about Owen Wilson. What is up with Owen Wilson? He's someone that doesn't really come up in the news that often. You know what? Not so much anymore. You know, I can't even, like, I off the top of my head, I can't remember what the last movie was that I saw him in. But um, Owen Wilson was, you know, somebody you know pretty big and his prime or you know whatever i think he's still doing stuff whatever everybody knows him he's got the crooked nose and everything you know what i mean mm-hmm. so um call it? so owen wilson actually this is this is kind of shitty he has a three-year-old daughter that he has never met and it's a really shitty situation that's going on with his ex and he was with his ex and i cannot say her name i'm not even gonna try it it's like a Valora Vanderplump bullshit crap name. I, I can't fucking pronounce it. I'm not, I'm not even, it's just letters put together. They were just making shit up when they had her name. And she dated, he dated her for five years. Now she was begging him, please be a part of, you know, of our daughter's life. You know, they had a paternity test. It came back. The child was his. Um, and he was like, you know what? No, he gave up, like he just denied and renounced his custody. He renounced his visitation. And, you know, it's really like the mom of the little girl is like, you know what? It's so shitty because 
he doesn't want to be a part of my daughter's life, but he's over there playing perfect daddy to his sons. You know, he has two sons, each from a different baby mama. He's got baby mamas coming out of death. And <laughs> not, not um, like Nick there. Cannon. No, not like Nick. He ain't there yet. He ain't there yet. Um, and Nick Cannon, he, you know. He takes care of his. Yeah, <laughs> he admits to all his, he's like, that's my kid, that's my kid. This one, like, he just, he doesn't even, like, accept her. He doesn't, like, say, like, hey, yeah, that's my daughter. Like, nothing. He provides money financially for her, and that's about it. Nothing else. And he's never given a reason why. He's never talked about it. He refuses to give statements about her. And she, the mother of the child is just like, it's so shitty, you know, because he plays, you know, all these dad roles and stuff like that. And he's very far from a good dad. So it's really shitty. What do you think? Where the fuck is the cancel culture? Cancel fucking Owen Wilson. Uh, (laughs) If I was a reporter, anytime I had the chance to talk to him, I would ask about that. Every reporter should bombard him with that question until he goes into hiding and doesn't want it until he says something. It's so every, shitty. It's just a every little girl person too. should ask him. Every single person should ask him. So, what about your daughter? You're here to promote a movie. What about your daughter? And then we'll talk about the movie. What about your daughter? Then we'll talk about. That's what I. I wish the reporters Ooh, I'm had here balls. For that. Here for that. I wish reporters had balls nowadays. They don't. They're too afraid to cross whatever the fuck. Get you know. Fuck that. Have balls. Be a reporter. Do your job how about your fucking daughter fuck your movie how about your daughter and then we can maybe get to the movie live especially like on a red carpet like have him pull up you know hey owen i like your suit who are you wearing and where's your daughter yes (laughs) bitch please put us over there put us over there I will make cupcakes for an entire year for the first reporter that does that (laughs) for freezies like i'm here for it I will ship uh, and everything. <laughs> so, for uh, you know, Owen Wilson being a shady motherfucking dad, we got to talk about Britney Spears and that shade that you said that you just wanted her to continue to throw last week, girl. She's throwing it still. You, she, Dude, you're you're living you're living under umbrellas right now because she's still throwing that fucking shade. So, as we all know, uh, Jamie Lynn Spears, her fucking stupid ass sister, is writing a book. And her book was titled, we talked about it on, I think, episode one or two, episode two, I think, of the season. Uh, it was titled, um, what is, I Must Confess, which oh, yeah. is a lyric, one of, a lyric from one of Britney's most popular songs. Mm-hmm. Well, she got a lot of backlash for that. So then she changed the title to something like, This Is Me nobody was buying it nobody was like nobody was like it just wasn't doing it so she just announced that she is um uh, retitling her book and it's coming out and it's called things i should have said and well Brittany posted an instagram page and (laughs) (laughs) she is throwing some major shade she says yep i think i got carried away yesterday when i posted four times oh well this is me thinking about it shit it'll be cool one day laughing emojis and then she says (laughs) uh sorry for the uncool participation also great news i'm thinking of releasing a book next year 
And then she put like that emoji that sticks its tongue out. Mm-hmm. But I'm having issues coming up with the title. So maybe my fans could help. Option one, quote, shit, I really don't know. Quote, option two, quote, I really care what people think. And quote, laughing emoji. What do you guys think? Mm, I'm here for it. <laughs> oh, I would have loved to have seen her sister's face when she saw that. I bet you said her sister picked the phone to call her quick, I bet. Mm-mm. That makes you like wonder, are they do are they even talking? Like are I they don't even, think like, so. At that point, like <laughs> Yeah, it's like at that point you're like your sister's trying like your sister nobody's gonna buy your book, Jamie Lynn. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like Britney Maybe is like that person that America has like taken under their wing because like America fucked her over so hard back in the day that right now it's like America's trying to protect her. Like they're like saying like, I'm so sorry for like America. Like we're all like, we're so sorry for making fun of you and your mental health. We love you now. Like you can't mess with Britney. And yeah, um, yeah I feel sorry for her books publisher because they're not getting any of their <laughs> money back from this this investment nope they sure the hell are not because i'm gonna wait for britney's book <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we move on and let's talk about howie mandel okay so howie mandel for those of you that don't know he is a judge on america's got talent he's also an actor and a comedian and stuff like that well, he was at his local Starbucks and he really scared the shit out of people there because, it, and he frequents the Starbucks all the time. So people are, you know, used to seeing him there, but he suddenly passed out and got laid out on the concrete, just out of nowhere, scaring everybody around. Now he was rushed to the hospital where initially they said he passed out from low blood sugar, but there are more tests being run and that's just speculation at this point nobody's saying anything his camp is being a little tight-lipped about everything so you know i just want to say i hope everything's okay with him and that was just a little bit of breaking news that happened earlier on the spot and there's not really anything else any other information that goes along with this story so i really hope it was just something from low blood sugar and not something more serious i don't know why like they would want to hide it i mean it's howie mandel it's not like you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say like he's not like he's not that important. So yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, he's like as as important like as a regular human being, but he's not like uh, it's not like newsworthy. Like right, how it's just like oh, oh shit, he passed out at a Starbucks. I'm like oh no. Like maybe you should have gave your body water and food before you got a triple shot espresso. Uh, me being toxic to myself. Um, <laughs> so. From Howie Mandel, I want to talk about Adele, the queen. I'm here for her. So we called it, okay, uh, on our last podcast or the one before that, we talked about how Taylor Swift was going to re-release her uh, remake album on originally November 19th. And then the music world got shook because she then changed her date to November 12th, a week before. And then uh, these random 30 billboards started popping up everywhere. And rumor had it that Taylor moved her release date because she obviously did not want to compete with Adele. I don't 
you know, like we quoted it as like Taylor versus Adele. I don't think that it's Taylor. She was afraid of Adele. I think it was just that's her being respectful to Adele. Right. That's what kind of what I think. Like, I think it's more like, yeah, smart. Like she's going to get her cells and be number one on her week. And then she's going to give Adele her moment to shine. Right. Right? Because they can both sell the fuck out of albums. They both can. Oh, yeah. You know, um, like I said before, I do choose Adele over Taylor Swift, but there I do appreciate Taylor Swift. Like she's doing, she just like seems like a genuine nice person. And um, so Adele did confirm her album uh, is coming out on November 19th. And it is titled 30, which is funny because the last time she made an album, she said that she wouldn't be like naming any more of her albums after her age anymore. Like she was like, you know, this is the last one. I'm not going to do another one with my age. But uh, she does give an explanation of 30. So just kind of want to read you this real quick and then we'll kind of add to the story. So uh, she posted with an image, a beautiful image of herself, which I'm assuming is a CD cover or album cover. Um, It's the title's 30. She says, I was certainly nowhere I'd hoped to be when I first started it nearly three years ago quite the opposite actually i rely on routine and consistency to feel safe i always have and yet there i was knowingly willingly even throwing myself into a maze of absolute mess and inner turmoil i've learned a lot of blistering home truths about myself along the way i've shed many layers but also wrapped myself in new ones discovered genuinely useful and wholesome mentalities to lead with And I feel like I finally found my feeling again. I'd go as far as to say that I've never felt more peaceful in my life. And so I'm ready to finally put this album out. It was my ride or die through the most turbulent period of my life. When I was writing it, it was my friend who came over with a bottle of wine and a takeaway to cheer me up. My wise friend who always gives the best advice not to forget the one who's wild and says it's your Saturn return babes fuck it you only live once the friend who'd stay up all night and just hold my hand while while I sob relentlessly not knowing why the get up and go friend who would pick me up and take me somewhere I said I didn't want to go but just wanted to get me out of the house for some vitamin d the friend who snuck in and left a magazine with a face mask and some bath salts to make me feel loved while inadvertently reminded me not only what month it actually was, but that I should probably exercise some self-care. And then that friend who no matter what checked in on me, even though I'd stopped checking in with them because I'd become so consumed by my own grief. I painstakingly rebuilt my house and my heart since then. And this album narrates it. Home is where the heart is. Uh, it's since then, um, it has been confirmed that we are going to get some up-tempo songs on this album and that she is actually going to speak about her divorce in the album. Uh, I cannot wait. Her new single actually comes out by the time this podcast releases her new single easy on me will be out. So make sure you guys check that out. We'll be reviewing it next week on the podcast for sure. Um, 
what else did you have to add to Adele? Because she's just all over the place right now. And she is just like, it is her moment. Oh, yes. And let me tell you, she is on it with the PR stuff going on. She actually shocked and surprised fans by going on Instagram Live. And in the middle of her Instagram Live, she played a 40-second snippet of her song, Easy On Me. So it was like not Adele leaking her own song. You know, <laughs> I love it. I thought it was so awesome. She played it and oh my God, girl definitely still has her pipes. It was beautiful. I can't wait for the rest of the song. Like I had to immediately screen record it and send it to you because I didn't know if you had seen it yet. And I was like, this is awesome. And what was funnier is that after she played it, she was like, oh, my phone's blowing up. She's like, I'm about to get in trouble. <laughs> So I don't know if she already had that planned or if this was very strategic on her part to make it seem like, you know, she was, oh, let me do it. But I'm, you know what I mean? I, I would have planned that out. <laughs> Just saying, but I'm here for it. I'm glad she did. I can't wait. What I have heard is through all the blogospheres is that she did not have permission to do that. The most that she was supposed to leak was up to 10 seconds. And Adele's like, what are they going to do to me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are they going to do? Release her? What are they going to do? They're not going to drop her. Fuck no. So, uh, yeah. So, by the, like I said, by the time you guys are listening to this podcast, if you haven't heard Easy On Me, go and check it out on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to our podcast, you can listen to Adele's song. So, um, yeah, like I said, we'll be talking about that next week for sure. So let's talk about William Shatner. <laughs> so William Shatner, oh my God, for those of you who don't know, this is Captain Kirk from the original Star Trek series. And William Shatner said, beam me up, Jeffy, to good old Jeff Bezos. Um, he broke records today by being the oldest person in history to make it up into the outer spaces. He is 90 years old and he was shot up in Blue Origin's New Shepard uh, capsule and he got to experience four minutes of zero gravity before landing back safely on the earth in a west hmm. texas desert now there is a video of inside the capsule that will be coming soon to see like you know what the experience was like in there for them and everything but how iconic is that that captain kirk actually did get to go up into space granted it was for four minutes but he said it was the most profound experience he's ever had in his life. And he hopes to never come down from that high. You know, it, it was just an experience for him. So I couldn't be happier for him. But my guy, if I'm going to go to space, Jeff, I'm going to need more than four fucking minutes and my phone. I'm going to need both of them. I'm on Snapchat. I'm taking selfies. I'm going Instagram live. Like I need all of that. <laughs> that and then I'm like, I wonder if you saw... Uh, Demi's friends. <laughs> and he better use the right word for them too. Before we E-T's. get in trouble. E-T's. E-T's. <laughs> oh gosh. Can't Demi. Uh, Fucking can't stand those hoes. Uh, yeah. Uh, good for William Shatner. I don't really have an opinion on him or what he did, but he looks good for his age. Money will buy you that. Um, so. <laughs> and Angelina Jolie who we're about to talk about she is beautiful and she is 
thriving or she is living her best fucking life being a single maybe question mark woman um we have been reporting that she may have been linked to singer the weekend however just this past weekend she was seen with her ex johnny lee miller they were having lunch together at a beverly hills restaurant then they were seen leaving together and um they escaped together and then since then they have been seen twice again um what's going on here angelina Mm, girl i know she better be cheating on my man it is (laughs) bottom it's she's full out bottom she is she you know what and more power to her she's single she could just be out there i want to see her linked to like someone you would never in a fucking million years think i mean it was already the weekend like i never in a million years would have thought she would have been linked to the weekend but i want to see her linked to like i know who 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 someone younger no, yeah. not, not, I want someone yet very younger, but they would be the sexiest fucking couple. Harry Styles. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, hey, she likes the eclectic like that. I mean, she was Billy Bob Thornton for I don't know how long, walking around with blood vials around their neck and shit. So, that, from they would be together, so fucking sexy together. I mean, I'm here for it. I am so And not like it. a serious relationship, just like a sex tape leak <laughs> mm-hmm. you know who I, I always wanted to see her with Lenny Kravitz for some reason oh, that I would felt be good like her one. and Lenny Kravitz had such a good they would have such a good vibe together and he's fucking gorgeous have you seen pictures of him lately Not dude recently. he's like 50s 60s somewhere like that and he looks like he is straight 28 his body is like mm. he still wears those I'm, other pants Yes, and with no shirt, just the vest and all. Like, I'm all, babe. What are we eating? What are we doing? Like, like that TikTok, Daddy? No, Daddy? No, Daddy? No, new Big Daddy. Oh shit! (laughs) So, all right, let's end the podcast talking about a Kardashian, Kim Kardashian again. Uh, But we're not necessarily talking about her. We're talking about her famous eight-year-old daughter northwest girl northwest is welcome <laughs> to be on the oh so petty podcast that's coming in january 2022 um northwest <laughs> is a shady character y'all uh kim was recently like on an instagram live or one of these live streaming platforms and doing she was doing like her makeup and north was in the background and north was saying like in the background she was like oh um you're so good at that fake makeup but i'm good at the actual real makeup and then kim recently did an interview after that and kim's like in the interview brought it up and uh kim's like yeah um she's so mean whenever we in arguments north says things like your house is so ugly it's all white like who really lives like this Are we here for Northwest? Are we here for Northwest? I'm so here for her. Oh my God, that's so awesome. Like she's going to roast her whole family all the time. I love it. I love it. I'm here for it. I I can't wait till she gets older. I know. I'm like, she's eight years old and she's saying these things. 
dude if her and blue ivy became friends that right there just oh no <laughs> oh no bitches are done <laughs> oh my god i know because blue ivy and all the photos that i see of her she's always looking at me like i'm a peasant mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she looks Every at her time. mom and dad like they're peasants like how you yeah. look at beyonce and jay-z like they're beneath you I know, like they're literally America's royalty, and she, like one, uh, like a while back, Beyonce and Jay Z were at a concert or at an award show, and they were, uh, Beyonce was clapping for whoever was performing, and Blue was like, "Calm down, it wasn't that good." Like she stopped her Beyonce from clapping. I remember that, and she even shook her head, like, like no, like this is the vibe. (laughs) What is up with these children? What is up with these children? (laughs) I'm on entitlement. I would like to say entitlement, but I have my own little blue ivy northwest, and his name is Atreyu, and he brings the smoke. Like he Mm. will make you cry. He is petty. Like, I'm all why you so petty? He's like, I live for my art. I was (laughs) like, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, as long as that art ain't over here at me, like (laughs) yeah, because then. Saying that that art won't be having no cell phone, won't be having no nope. food. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I just thought it'd end on a good note with Northwest uh, after all these crazy stories with you know domestic violence and just drama. Of course, these celebrities stay acting a fool, especially those hoes, Demi Lovato. I needed some comedic relief up in here because man, those bitches. Demi stay on our nerves around here with that being said that is it for another episode of pop culture after dark until next time please make sure you check us out on all of our social media make sure you check out Vani on bitches who brunch streaming on all podcast platforms also all of our podcasts can be found on creativecentralnetwork.com and again oh so petty our newest podcast comes out in january 2022 and you can follow us on Instagram already. So until next time, guys, and until the next debacle with stupid ass Demi Lovato, we'll chat with you soon. Have a good one. Bye.